0: Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this HCI podcast episode, I talk with Kathy Lanzalaco about equipping new college graduates to meet the challenges of a competitive job search. Lanzalaco, welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast.
1: Hey, thanks, John. Thanks for having me.
0: It is a pleasure to be with you today. You're joining us from Buffalo area. I'm south of Salt Lake City in Utah. Today, we're going to be talking about equipping new college graduates to meet the challenges of a competitive job search. And we were just talking in the pre-interview, getting to know each other a little bit. We've been preparing for this episode for a while now, but we were chatting about you know, the current tight labor market. And, and so it's easy to for someone to think, well, it's, it's a buyer's market, right? And I have lots of options. Companies are tripping over themselves to try to find good people. And so I'm going to have lots of opportunity. And while there's truth to that, on the other hand, it's also highly competitive. And so you have to, uh, you know, companies aren't just hiring anybody to fill these positions. They want people who are qualified and there's lots of Highly qualified people. Uh, and so you have to learn how to navigate this system, but you also need to uh, be prepared to compete within this really highly competitive, hyper competitive, even uh, labor market and, and the hiring process that you're going to be going through. So, for anyone listening uh, who's thinking about maybe making a career move, Uh, I hope this will be informative for you Uh, and anyone who's listening who leads a team of people and you have members of your team that are maybe looking for transition or the next opportunity um, and you're trying to figure out how you can best support them in their career development. Hopefully, this will also be helpful for you. As we get started, I wanted to share Kathy's bio with everybody. Kathy Lanzalaco is CEO of Inspire Careers, a full-service career marketing firm based in Buffalo, New York, and serving job seekers across the country. Inspire Careers specializes in career launches for new college graduates and career marketing strategies for executives and career-minded professionals. Inspire Careers is the home of the Inspire Careers Student Professional Launch Program, the only new graduate success program in the country, taking recent college grads on the journey from college student to rising professional and landing jobs they have been dreaming of and working toward. A three-time career changer with 18 years of experience in human resources, Kathy provides insights and strategies that help her clients land jobs and create careers they love. I think all of that is fantastic. What a wonderful background. I'm excited for the conversation. Anything else you would like to share with listeners by way of your background or personal context before we dive on in further?
1: Yeah, well, you know, my first career, I was a registered nurse. So I you know, and then I worked in HR for many years. So I like to share that as well, because I think it's important, you know, our careers are not linear anymore. And there's so much, so much available for people. And in this era of this great resignation, you know, people want different things. And it's exciting to know that there is a lot of opportunity out there. And just where you see yourself today doesn't mean that's where you're going to be tomorrow. So keep keep the doors wide open
0: obviously we can't be all things to all people all the time and we can't keep Mm -hmm. our foot in a thousand doors. So we do have to be, you know, uh, selective in which opportunities we're going to pursue. But yeah, I I'm generally an advocate for keep doors open. Don't shut doors prematurely um, because you never know where your future is going to lead you. And you never know where your interests or your needs are going to lead you what career paths are going to take. And, and frankly, I mean, with disruptive technologies and innovations all around us, we don't know what our current job will look like a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, uh, let alone what other new types of jobs there might be, new even entire professions or careers that might emerge that right now aren't even in the thinking of anybody. You know, they're, they're just totally going to be brand new. And so we just need to be flexible, uh, develop your skills, develop uh, competencies that are transferable. Uh, And then network and keep your options open. I I think that's a really great uh, thing to do. Okay, so as we get started, let's talk about why within this tight labor market, new graduates are still struggling to land jobs. On the one hand, you would think tight labor market, that means I have my pick, you know, and and companies are fighting over me. I'm going to have 10 job offers. I get to pick the best one. That's not really what's happening though. So what's going on?
1: Yeah, you know what? It, it, it's a crazy time in the job market, but it's exciting. But it is—it's competitive. And what I'm seeing with the new grads—they're coming out of school, and unfortunately, the time that they right—and many of them had disrupted learning. Many of them did not have the internships they expected to, and really, the level of anxiety in the college the college space right now that the students and this young adult, this Gen Z that we keep talking about, while it's not an all-inclusive statement, many of them have had such a difficult time that they just some of them are struggling a little bit as well as to launch. So you know when I talk about people making transition, and yes, it's the tight job market, it really is about, as you said before, focusing on what you want, but bringing out their value. And unfortunately, with these college students, they're already down a little bit in terms of they don't have the experience that some other people have. And if their internship has gotten canceled, that can be demotivating. But really, what I am seeing is it is about saying, well, what else Can I talk about what other experiences did I have? How can I frame what I have done to be able to demonstrate that I'm capable of doing that next job? So it is, it's, it's an interesting time, but it is a little bit of a tweak, a different approach than, you know, they may have thought before coming out of school and, oh, you know, I can do anything I want. Well, you know, you just kind of have to have a strategy.
0: I think that's the exact right approach. And uh, just being proactive, having strategy, being thoughtful about it is going to be super, super important as we move forward. So again, whether you're thinking about it for yourself or your own transition in your career, I think there's lessons here. There's there's principles that need to be applied. Uh, but if we're really just talking about new college grads getting in and you're bringing in you know th- those fresh students into your team or you're trying to help a recent grad transition and 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 develop in their career, these are all things that are going to be really, really important to think about. So what are some of those strategies that new graduates can proactively be implementing to land those good jobs right off the bat? you know, especially if they're missing that key internship. Or, you know, some of these other types of experiential learning opportunities that that went away during the pandemic?
1: Yeah, that's a great question, John. Thanks. So, you know, it really is about understanding yourself. And that's when I work with college grads. That's where I start. Why do you want the job in the first place? And, you know, it's really easy to say, well, I need a job. But really, what do you intend that job to do for you? Do you have student loans to pay off? Do you have a car payment? Do you want to move out of your parents' house and get an apartment? Do you have a girlfriend or boyfriend and you really want to start moving on with your life? You know, what exactly do you expect from this job? What do you expect to get from a a culture standpoint? Do you expect it to be a social outlet for you? What exactly kind of salary do you want to make? And it doesn't have to be an exact number, but it should be narrowed down to a range so that you have a sense of what you want. And I walk my my executives through as well as my uh, new grads through the exercise of deciding what their negotiables and non-negotiables are. So what's important to you in that job search? So, you know, you can see even just a couple of things that I've just mentioned are nothing to do with the search in particular. It's really about preparing for the search, identifying what you want and starting to build that strategy. And then from there, being able to say well what do i offer an employer if someone were to hire me why would they want to hire me and again not just because i'm you know an applicant but what am i going to bring to that organization and it's really about helping them uncover their value so yeah maybe their internship got canceled maybe they didn't go for their study abroad they wanted maybe they spent two years working on zoom instead of being in the classroom and doing their athletics and those kind of things but You still did other things like cross-functional collaborations on your Zoom calls and your projects. You probably got more skills in that area than you ever expected to develop, right? What did you do that you can talk about transferable to the next employer? And that's so much helping these young people identify that so they can put words behind it and be able to explain it.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. And I, I'm a college professor uh, and so, and do consulting work on the side. So I've had these conversations with many students because that's something that's on the forefront of my mind. I have students going through my HR major. They're going to be leaving the university. I want them to be shovel ready. I want them to be able to hit the ground running in their career and I want them to find success. And we put a lot of emphasis on experiential learning, on internships, on class projects, consulting projects, those sorts of things. And some of that did not necessarily go away for us but it it shifted right to virtual internships or virtual projects and those sorts of things and and so there were some limitations there but on the other hand like you just mentioned uh students i mean the future of work is distributed teams and remote or at least hybrid work and so being able to demonstrate that you have functioned at a high level with collaborative interdisciplinary teams on really technical, challenging, strategic projects, that is a big deal. That's something you can really sell when you're going to talk to that employer in a job interview. Talk about those specific projects that you worked on. Talk about the challenges and how you overcame them. All of those components, I think, will really benefit you in the job search. And while that seems obvious to me, you know, and as you're talking about what to proactively do, that seems obvious. But for a new college grad, that's often not actually obvious at all they haven't really made that connection unless we help them we can coach them and help them explicitly make that connection so that they'll carry that out in you know the the job search process whether it's putting together and tailoring the resume writing a cover letter doing that initial phone screening interview having a face to face interview that they can really highlight the right things yeah
1: you know what the other thing too is resilience Being able to talk about the resilience of the through the challenges that they've had these past four years. I'll tell you, if I was hiring somebody, wouldn't I want somebody that could talk to me about that? Tell me about the challenges you faced and how you overcame them. Tell me about your disappointments and what did you do to overcome that? Because you know what? If you're going to work for me or for somebody else, you're going to have disappointments. You're going to have challenges. And unfortunately or fortunately, however you look at it, um, today's new grads, They've gone through much more than they ever anticipated. So use that, use that to your advantage, just like the online learning and the cross-functional teams that you didn't have to expect that you would do. And the, the technology that you probably learned that you weren't planning to put on your resume, right, all of those things. And then the other thing I see too, John, and I think this is so important, is being able to create your own experiences. So what I mean by that is if that internship was taken away or the study abroad, or you didn't get to work on a particular project in person or whatever it was that was modified because of the pandemic, you know, think about ways to bring How can you do something different, separate yourself out? You know, so for instance, I had a young woman who recently got a job because they fell in love with her TikTok video that we did. And nobody else was doing them. And you hear about it. You think everybody's doing it, but they're not. And she got that. I have other clients that are doing career pitch decks or career uh, college career pitch decks, kind of telling their story through the, the pictures. Like, so make yourself memorable. Do something different. You want to be in broadcasting? You want to be in journalism? Create a podcast. Start a website. Do a blog. All of these things. You didn't get the chance to do it in school? do it now, create it for yourself any way that you want. Isn't that empowering?
0: Yeah, that's interesting. So things like the the, the barrier to entry for things like you just described are pretty much zero, right? If you have a cell phone, yeah. you can get going and literally you can record podcasts on your cell phone. I mean, that's not ideal. You want a little bit of equipment probably, but You can do it. You can do it. And it's not too bad. And there there are free platforms out there or simply things like TikTok. Uh, Man, that that is something that's new, isn't it? Over the last couple of years and do something creative uh, and make an impact and demonstrate how you can make an impact to your future employer and wow them a little bit. Uh, It costs nothing. It just takes some creativity and, and you'll totally set yourself apart. This is not something that other people are doing. Uh, on the other hand, always remember that social media um, can be a positive, but it also can detract from and uh, make it harder for you to land positions if people are checking you out and there's questionable content. So always be mindful Ooh, yeah. of that as well.
1: Oh, clean up that digital footprint, folks. I don't care who you are, whether you are a new grad or anybody else. I mean, there's stuff that will follow us forever. So you do want to make sure, and particularly the, the generation that has grown up with you know, phones, you know, for their entire lives and the internet, it's a great point to make. Clean that stuff up, folks. It will come back to haunt you.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, any other types of specific strategies that, uh, that new college grads should be thinking about? Clearly, as you said, we need to better figure out What we want, you know, and and that's hard enough to do, by the way. So I don't want to I don't (laughs) want to discount that. Um I think back to when I was in college, I switched majors a bunch of times. um, and then by the time I finished undergrad, you know, I'm going into grad school and I'm switching kind of my focus again. And then I go on for my PhD, I switch my focus yet again. And even since then, you know, I've had a bit of a meandering career path, as many people do. So it can be really hard to know what you want like what your core values are, what you want and, and the type of job that's going to bring you meaning, fulfillment and purpose and what you're going to be good at, where all the, you know, the Venn diagram, where all that intersects, uh, that that is hard. So I don't want to minimize that or dismiss that because I know it, it was hard for me. I'm sure it's hard for all of you, but let's assume that we're putting in the work, we're, we're taking the time to try to figure that out. We, we have some clarity around what we want. Now we want to go out and try to get it. Uh, what are some of the other key strategies that we need to be focusing on as we're doing that? We look forward to having you join us. Check out Human Capital Innovations magazine, Human Capital Leadership. Human Capital Leadership is a free, interactive e-magazine with the mission to help individuals, leaders, and organizations find innovative approaches to maximize their human capital potential. We publish issues quarterly in August, November, February, and May. Take a look at the latest issue and let us know what you think.
1: The thing is building credibility. And, you know, there's never been more tools to be able to do that. And certainly as a career coach, I mean, I help people do that. But there's a lot of things people can do on their own and a lot of things that I recommend to my own clients. Like, for instance, you know, if you have your eye, you only had one class on that or you're not really sure. and And maybe even if you're not, you'd like to just even explore it a little bit more. You can take courses in that online right? You can sign up for a LinkedIn account and you can get LinkedIn learning. And as you're taking these courses, you can put the badges right on your LinkedIn profile so that you can say, yes, I've I've taken the steps to learn even more about this. And I've learned more tools. And then oftentimes too, you can even take skills assessments and put those right on your LinkedIn. So wow, how powerful is that to be able to say, yeah, you know, I've, I've, I do have these skills that I say I do, but there's places like Coursera and Udemy and all these places, you're not really sure, you know, it it serves both purposes. I'm not really sure exactly what I'd like to do. So let me learn more information. And in doing that, I'm increasing my skill set. So maybe, and I hear this a lot, I'm taking the summer off, you know, I need to rest. Well, now it's another three months, you know, that you, your skills are, you know, are, are languishing and, and things are changing so quickly. So if you're going to take that summer off, don't waste all that time. Certainly relax and rejuvenation. It's so important. But by the same token, use that time to take some additional um, online courses potentially. I don't mean re-enroll in school unless that's what you want to do. But just, you know, pick out some things that interest you and get some quick courses down. Take, you know, take some of that online learning, be able to take credit for it. Super important. Just because it doesn't have the label of university on it doesn't mean it's not valuable. So it's a great place to start.
0: Yeah. And to your point, I mean, you just graduated. I know you're a little bit burned out. You you, you want to put some space between you and the classroom, perhaps. But I, I'm a big, big advocate for, for fostering lifelong learning, right? And just if you have a growth and abundance mindset, You don't need to like be full time doing all these Coursera or Udemy courses, Mm -hmm. you know, eight hours a day. Now that you're graduated from school, that's not what we're talking about. But hey, hey, set aside thirty minutes a day, you know, where where you're you're just exploring something you're interested in, and that's the difference. Because previously you had to do it for a grade, you're done with that, right? So now do it for fulfillment, do it for um, skill development and expansion, do what you're interested in, and it's actually it's fascinating because. There have been studies on this when when you you'll take like a book, for example, and some a book that maybe you would love to read on your own free time just for fun, right? You put it in a classroom, you assign it as assigned reading as homework for the class, and it becomes drudgery. Now you're out of college though, that drudgery is gone because you're not accountable to anyone for it specifically. It's not going to be for a grade. You're just doing it because it's an intrinsic motivation because you want to do it. And the joy that comes back into simple things like reading or watching like Ted videos or, uh, you know, doing a a free online course. That's just interesting to you. uh, This may sound strange to you. And you may say, why would I want to do that? But it actually, it can be really fun once you're past the stage of like trying to jump through hoops for a professor and and earning a grade.
1: And do the stuff that interests you. Don't feel like you have to do anything you don't want because you don't, right? And, you know, and take what experience you can. So if you want to volunteer at an organization, again, that's once a week, once a month, you know, go ahead and do that. But from that, think about what skills you're gaining, collaboration and leadership skills. Talk about those because maybe you've missed out on some of those experiences. So there's lots of little ways that you can pull this stuff in. And isn't it a more powerful statement if you start interviewing in, say, September as opposed to May? Isn't it a powerful statement to say, you know what? I decided to regroup over the summer. And I decided to, you know, to increase my skill set while I was exploring some other things. So much more powerful than, oh, I had so much school and I just took the whole summer off, right? So you can really share what that really did for you. And so it's a win-win for everybody.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And this actually is a bit of a segue into my final question. And that is, let's assume now that you have actually landed that job that you wanted, you're hired, but you're still early career. So what can new graduates do to position themselves for ongoing success once they're in that first post-graduation job? A piece of this, right, is just ongoing learning. Um, foster a growth mindset and just continue to develop your skills. That has to be there your entire career um, because just because you have a degree doesn't mean you're going to be worth much of anything to your organization 10 years down the road if you haven't continued to upskill and reskill yourself. Right. So that's that's an important piece. But what else do graduates need to be doing to position themselves for ongoing career success?
1: Well, you said growth mindset and let's focus on that. Put your hand up for opportunities take whatever opportunities they put in front of you, but don't wait for them to ask. If you see something that interests you, ask about it. Volunteer for something to do with that organization. You know, I I think back on my early career too, and I had other opportunities, I could have done things, but I wasn't sure if I could. And, you know, we think about this, but now I'm encouraging people to just ask, simply ask. Can I be involved in that project? Hey, I would like to be able to do that. And certainly there might be a promotion or a raise come out of it too. Wouldn't that be awesome? But even of itself, just that additional opportunity to see what it feels like to say, I want more, give me more. Let me try this. Let's see what I can do with it, right? Something that interests you and don't wait to have to ask for something. Or if they put it in front of you, find a reason to be excited about it. Try to say yes as much as you can. But put your boundaries up where things don't feel right, certainly. That's all part of maturity. But I think what we've learned in this job market over the past couple of years that goes for new grads and goes for executives, you always have to be prepared. You always have to take care of yourself and are always looking for not necessarily a new job, but always ways to increase your opportunity, increase your mindset, always make yourself more marketable. What else can I do that nobody can take away from me? So if my business goes away tomorrow, do, did I go to that conference they offered me to go to? Did I take advantage of the um, additional learnings that they gave me and the brown bag lunches all the way to um, maybe to tuition reimbursement if they offered you courses, certifications? If they say, look, you know, you could go for a certification within the next year, say, heck yeah. And where do I sign up? Nobody can ever take that away from you. So constantly thinking of ways to add to your tool belt, add more value to yourself so that you can open the door to other things later.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Kathy, this has just been a great conversation. Lots of interesting insights. I think that are going to be really important for listeners. Uh, Before we wrap up for today, I just wanted to give you a chance to share with listeners how they can connect with you, find out more about your work, and then give us the final word on the topic for today.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm on LinkedIn all day long. You can find me there. At Kippy Lanzalaco, again, is my name. Look for my profile on there. You can also go to my website, inspirecareers.com. Um, and you can read about my work with new grads. But I guess my final word today, John, is this is the time of year that people are focused on new grids and there's so much celebration going on. I guess that's the last thing I want to say too, is celebrate what you've been through. Take the time to just celebrate everything. Enjoy where you are right now. If you need help, ask for it, but just keep moving forward. Keep an open mind. You never know what might come, but make sure that you take care of yourself because at the end of the day, That is what it always comes down to is ourselves and a job is a job, but start thinking about what that next step is for your career. And the path is wide open for you.
0: Wonderful. Thank you, Kathy. It's been a real pleasure. I encourage listeners to reach out, get connected, find out more about what Kathy and her team can do for you. And as always, I hope everyone can stay healthy and safe that you can find meaning and purpose at work each and every day. And I hope you all have a great week.